Nice chop. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. I just I I I can't respond to that question. Fuck. I can't respond to that question anymore, Cam. Cause I sometimes I can't tell anymore, Cam. You ask me it. It's, it's actually I feel like good. Uh, it's like a good practice for um for you know having a partner being married because the, the what the classic criticism right like get a haircut oh you, you didn't even notice didn't i notice. got a haircut right yeah uh, if cam what you, what you start doing is interesting you just say every single week you kind of have like an, a, a reminder set on your phone for like tuesday at 2 p.m yeah you say oh your hair looks nice did you get a haircut yeah and then the answer is mostly no, but once every six or seven weeks, it actually ends up being yes. So I'm going to take it as a yes then? <laughs> yes, I did. Okay. See, I'm on top of it. And Cam, I don't know if you noticed, I also did. Um, and I'd prefer if you paid attention to that. Yeah, you got a, you got a similar kind of cut. I got the uh, the two around the side. What did you get around the side there? I got a two. I, got, I, did, I also uh, got a two. I, I, gave, I told the barber this is the rehearsal. He said, okay, we're going to do this. If we get it right, we're going to film it. And then I'm going to come back three days before the wedding. You're going to do it again. I'm going to show you the video. You say, do it again. Oh, you're getting another cut before the wedding. Yeah, yeah. You got to keep it clean. I guarantee that will look just fine uh, in a month. No, it won't. Yes, I'll it will. i like a scraggly cam. The amount of testosterone that I'm taking just makes my hair on my neck grow like crazy. The amount, yeah. Well, you are on this crazy test cycle. Yeah. Uh, it's growing hair in places that you've never grown hair before. Yeah, and that's why you need to get it cut twice a week. Twice a week. I knew a guy when I was working in Toronto who had a barber membership, and I think it was. I, I imagine he was paying a disgusting amount, but he would actually go every two weeks. Well, actually, the place I go to. Uh, they have their price, you know, like their haircut price, but then they also have a, uh, like a cleanup price. Yeah. Like a, yeah. Like it, it's, who, it's, it's, who it's, makes that decision? You know, it's, it's half the cost, but because you're going there just to where like for me, I have so much thick curly hair. Yeah. Like one haircut looks like two people's worth of haircuts. Like you're looking on the ground around me, uh, around the barber's chair. Like how many how many heads did they're, they're breaking out the shop vac and it's getting clogged. Honestly, it's a full it's a full forty five to an hour every single time. Just because there's really? so god there's so goddamn much of it. And even uh, I'll get a haircut once every five and a half months or something. You know, even like that smallish kind of cycle, pretty much to the point where I can't just wake up and go. Right. That's where I, when I know, it's like, okay, like if I have to wear a hat to contain the hair on my way to work, I know it's too much. Okay, so here's my thought. I can go long hair, but it just, there'll be days where it's like, not trying today. Those are the days I'm just not trying. I can have long hair. It just takes longer for me to, you know, give it a little um, zhuzh, you Yeah, know? but you also put product in your hair and stuff. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> saying that, that with, stuff. Saying oh, that with a lot yeah. of pride, apparently. Oh, I grease that shit up. You put your hand... It, it, literally, I cannot pitch in baseball because they say there's product in your hair and it'll grease up the ball. That's true. You were actually... Uh, you actually had a major league contract, uh, but the camera caught it from uh, from a mile away. They could see that you just your hair glistening. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Classic move. Yeah. See, I don't need to put product in my hair because, again, it's just so goddamn thick and curly. I can just tell it to do something and it does it. 
but see, mine is getting pretty curly. I, I'm I'm not sure if I want to embrace the curls or, you know, run away from it. Because I like running away from it. Well, well, curls for the girls, first of all. Curls for the Curls so, for the girls, so, buys for the guys, right? So I don't know why. I know you are buy for guys, but I, I, I think, I think, it, I think you should just go with it. I don't put product in my hair. I don't wash my hair, uh, and my hair is great. Yeah. Well, you also don't put deodorant on, which I find interesting. I, I actually, I actually, I was thinking about that the other day because I put deodorant on for the first time in probably like a few months. And what was this? What was the? Uh, what was the straw that broke the camel's back? Um, it was just like on one particular morning where I didn't. I'm trying to remember. I was. I woke up on a Saturday and I don't think I maybe. I'm trying to remember, but I, I woke up on Saturday and I smelled. I was like the first time I was like, oh, I, that is the smell of bo, and that smell is coming off of me. And it was too late. By the time I noticed the smell, it was too late. I was already like halfway out the door, and it was like okay. We're putting deodorant on this morning just because I will be getting in a car with somebody. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't want to. So instead of showering. No, it was like, too late. Okay. It was too late to shower. Like I gotcha. had, you know, woken up coffee. I was like waking up and hitting the course. So I was already kind of like, we're just going to wake up quick smoothie on the road. And then by right. the time I was finishing up my packing, I have to get on the subway so I can meet a buddy for, uh, you know, for a carpool. And it was like, I, I smell. Right. Yeah. And that that was that was it. He said, well, that's enough's a, enough. I'm done being a caveman. But I that's probably a rare, stunk that's like a this rare for case. months. I did not shower yesterday. When I got home, I got I got my haircut yesterday. When I got home, I did the uh usually I would like to shower after a haircut, but this time I just kinda ran my head under the water. Just, you know, get those yeah. little scrappy hairs out. And um so I did not but I did walk home from the hairdresser and it was a pretty hot day yesterday. Sunny. I would have been sweating. I would have gone out Friday night, so I haven't showered since Friday evening, and... So, so you went out boozing Friday night? When so, so much boozing. So much boozing. So you're just sweat. you're, you're sweating out vodka. It was Thank honestly, unfortunately, just vodka. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so that's probably good. I mean, I think you'll stink less. Because if you're drinking pints, I think you're a little more stinky. Well, yeah. You, or anything malt-based. Of course, you are what you eat. We know this. We, yeah, you are what but, you eat. Right, Liver King. Who the fuck's honking? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <sighs> um, I, I got honked at the other day. It was my bicycle. And what, what actually, I've been honked a bunch recently at. Um, okay, so here's the situation. Um, Set the scene for us. Yeah. Ding, ding. Was that, what's what's that's ding, a ding? Law, law and order. Boom, boom. Oh, <laughs> no, I think it's more of a dun, dun. That's pretty good, yeah. Ding, ding. Sounds like you're walking into a bodega. Ding, ding. Ding ding. Okay. Anyway, uh, here's the situation. Three lanes. Maybe four. I think it's four lanes actually. Four lanes. Farthest right lane is. It's a one-way street. Four lane, one-way street. Farthest right lane is a turning right lane. So you like that exits. So bike lane traditionally is on the furthest right-hand point, but because that car, those cars are exiting, I go one over. So now I'm in between cars. Make sense? I'm following. So I'm far? following. Okay. Listeners, are you following? Great. So I'm crawling up beside, like slowly beside all the cars here because I'm just in the middle. And one guy, I guess he just didn't see me. And I think he gets spooked. So he sees me in the mirror coming up, just starts blasting on the horn. And I'm like, okay, like I'm not doing anything wrong at this point. 
and he comes up later, slows down the car beside me as I'm cycling. And I'm like, I'm, I'm ready for a confrontation. I'm like, what's up? Like, what's up? And he's like, you're going to get killed out here. And I was like, I doing everything perfectly safe. I, I got lights everywhere. Like, and you're not going to get into it. Like, where, what do you want me to do back there? Go into the turning lane. I'm going to get hit there. Anyway, so just, I love uh, also it's more of a rephrasing. This guy says you're gonna get killed out here, where in reality you should have said to him, "You're gonna murder me out here." That's right. Yeah, I can guarantee this. Ha- this ha- this will happen to me all the time. I will. Let's say there's an advanced light, and I'm looking to cross the street. There's an advance coming at you, so you're not crossing yet. And then as soon as my indicator comes on that I can cross, I'll start crossing. But there's always those one or two kind of other cars that will try to make that left at the very end of their advance. Yeah. Right? We can picture it. I'm that guy. You're that guy. Unless if there's people coming, I'm good. I'm not going to kill them. You're that guy. So what I'll do, I'll just start walking. I don't care if there's one or two cars in the middle of the intersection. Um, you know, thereby impeding traffic coming in the other direction because I know that this can only go in my favor. Except when you die. Well, then well okay, so well, let, let's, look, let's look at all the possibilities that could happen. One, okay. um, a car tries to, you know, kind of cheat at the very, very end of that left. They can't turn because I'm uh, okay. in the middle of the intersection. Okay, well, we you already here? have a question. When we're saying cheating... Yeah. Are we talking the yellow lights on or yellow lights off? Yeah. Like you know when did they start? You the know turn? where it's like the yellow light is off, but they already have the momentum coming into the intersection, so they're turning left, even though the other light has, like, the other cars haven't started yet. That makes sense. Okay. Right. Yeah. I get where you're coming from. Right. Three possible scenarios. One, I'm walking through the intersection. This car is now stuck, impeding the oncoming traffic. Perfect. This is a perfect situation. That's ideal situation. Because either way, let's say, uh, because in a left-hand turn, it will always be the left-hand turn driver at fault. Even if they're not the one to actually make the collision, it's always going to be their fault. Because when you make a left turn through an intersection, you have to do so safely. Even if a car is zooming through on a fucking red, it's still going to be your fault. So that's ideal for me. That car gets hit. I'm not in any trouble. Left car is at fault. Uh, option number two is the car hits me. I don't die. Not so good. Still not great, but But how bad that person would a thousand percent be liable for every single thing. And then we can start suing. I've always wanted to sue. I think I know. I don't really want to sue for, uh, something that is like, like, you know, slipping on, uh, slipping on ice outside of somebody's house, you know, when they didn't shovel properly. Right. That's I, that's not a sue. You know, that's a hey, fucking it's winter time. Wear your wear your grippy boots. Okay. Good. Right? I, but, I thought I was going to have to go after you on this but one. But I'm walking through an intersection as a pedestrian and some left with the right of way. With the right of way and some left-hand assholes is trying to beat the intersection or get the fucking wherever on time so we zoom in through that is a thousand percent your fault i'm suing you for all you have your kids are never going to go to college your grandkids are never going to college you know why because i'm going to take so much fucking money from you you piece of shit see and that's a win-win for me also see in my the satisfaction and knowing that shitty that shitty things happen him. to shitty people yeah my situation ideal for that because I don't want to get dragged into a lawsuit because that just seems draining. Um, 
is to say we can make this all go away, but I expect twenty thousand dollars in cash. Of course, there's always the check. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We can make this all go away right now. Fifty Very grand easy. in cash. Yeah, fifty grand in cash. Just need it by the end of the week. Yeah, sell everything, please. Yeah, great. If if that's what you want to do or not, but just so you know, I'm going yeah. to take all of your money because you're a terrible driver. You made a terrible decision, and you put other people in harm's way. Right. And with the car thing, that's always what it is. Like I could, and Cam, I like to think of myself as a uh, as a pretty strong person. I'm a pretty strong yep. guy. I have strength within me. Even mm -hmm. though, you know, given big my shoulder uh, press, get big shoulder press, even given my short stature, I like to think I'm pretty strong. I could try as hard as I can. Chances are I'm not going to destroy a car. And I, I, I'm being modest, Cam. I know maybe depending yeah. on the make or model, but I could run as fast and as hard as I could into the side of a car. I might give it a little dent, but it would certainly be drivable. Cars winning it. Cars yeah. winning. However... Take the smallest little two-door hatchback V6 thing on the road that you can. Make it a V4. I'll make it even a V. I don't even know what Vs stand for. However, that car will win 100% of the time over me. The V is just how the cylinders are arranged. Doesn't matter. Just, just, hey, give some people some context here. The V, the cylinders are like this. V6, that means they're one, two, three on each side, one, two, three on each side, making a V shape. The, the Be, Beyond the, the point. The cum gutters <laughs> of the car. The cum gutters of the car, that's right. And then you can get an inline six, which is not in a nope. V shape. It's no just one's, straight. No one's, no right. one's there anymore. Damn it. Okay, anyway. I also had another run-in with a car, because you, you don't bike often, do you, Cam? No. Okay, so yeah, re remember that when I said like I I don't have a bike and everyone thought that like I don't know how to ride a bike. Remember that? I do remember that. Yeah, <laughs> like everyone is like, "Hey, no, no." Do you no. have a, you pa have a pause bike? There. No. Okay. Well. Okay. So here's where the gears are. Here's the here's how you use the brake. <laughs> like, no. Pause there. Bike. You were like, I haven't ridden a bike in ten years. Okay, it wasn't ten years. I would have said like a long time, but yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> it was a weird assumption. The expression so, is like riding a bike, like a bicycle, which implies yeah. that riding a bike. <laughs> I don't know. So. There's uh, when you're cycling on the road. Um, I try and advise new cyclists that you need to be aggressive by taking your lane. Like you cannot pussy off and be to the curb because people will clip you that way. If you're like close, if you're um, like close to the curb, people will take advantage of you. They'll ride you close, and you will get clipped. So our friend Shane, he said he's been clipped twice now. And I said, were you like, were you being, I'll call it, like cowardly on the road and really not taking your lane? He's like, yep, that's exactly what happened. So what I do is I ride my line, right? I'm not going outside of my line, but I'm riding it close. So I, a driver is then forced to give me space because that's what you want. You don't want to have them have an option yet. They want to be able to see, okay, he's there. I can't get close or else I will hit him because then they have to move, right? Mm -hmm. Or else, or else, you know, bad shit will happen. Now in roundabouts, the rule is you take the center of the lane. Like that's a hard, hard rule because otherwise you will get hurt. You will get killed. So this one, I'm coming up to a roundabout and the guy in a big truck behind me is laying on the horn. And I'm like, what do you do, right? What do you do with these guys? Just just stop maybe, that's the place. Like, sorry, is there a problem? 
Is there a problem? I didn't <laughs> no, I don't, fucking I know. think I think so. I, you just yeah. got you you got to keep you got to stay in your lane, keep doing your thing, and then know if they hit you in any way, shape, or form, it is a, it is completely their fault. Yeah, they will be the ones who will be sued. They will be the ones who could lose their license. They will be the one to receive demerit points. Like nothing that you can do on a bike will make it your fault. Um, tr- question trivia tr- 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 time. I'll call it. If you're on a bike and you're drunk, can you get a DUI? Yes. No, you can't. I was talking to a police officer yesterday. You can get a reckless driving charge, which is the worst thing, but oh, a DUI is... Okay, a, so different... So it's still, uh, still a ticket, but not you a... You get a uh, ticket. Well, one is a criminal charge and one's a ticket. Right, you right, right. Yeah. It's a criminal charge. Not good. Don't want that. Big ticket. Not great either, but a lot better than a criminal charge. Right. It's like it's like if I'm re- it's like if I'm wasted and I drive a car, crash the car, and the passenger that I'm driving with dies, I'll get manslaughter, but I won't get a DUI. Uh, I think you will. No, 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 because I slaughtered the man. But that was I believe it. you'll get both. <laughs> that was it. I just slaughtered him. Okay, here's another one. If you go home like say a police is following you you run inside your house and then you just like crack open a bottle of booze and start drinking you're like look officer i started drinking now can the officer is that the the ultimate like ah they got us (laughs) 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 we can't do anything about this that's a good question what do you think i don't know um in that extremely rare redneck situation well, even that, like you pull over, then you, as you're looking at the officer, you go, keys, throw them out the window, drink, right? This is, this plays through an alcoholic's mind for sure. Like they're like, I need a play for when this happens. You keep a, keep a, keep a spare four loco in the drive, uh, yeah, something in the like glove that. compartment just for these yeah. situations. I've never thought about that specific situation, Cam. I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a drunk. I'm not saying you are. I'm saying... Is this a way to get away with it? And the answer is no. Because what the rule in Ontario is, if uh, any two-hour window surrounding you driving is the uh, rule. So after two hours and you're like boozing and they had like, basically it's the cover of that. So you can't just go home and just start chugging whiskey and be like, see, it's all chill. So they can get, basically it's a rule, rule for that. So you can't do that. Yeah, that sounds like uh, sounds like something they would have thought of. Glad to know, Cam. Yeah, Good glad to, to know. know. Hey, well, my brother-in-law is now a police officer, so I. And there's him one thing I know about like cops is that they suck in social situations, and they love talking about the law. <laughs> That's yeah. the two things I know about police officers. Kick it. Kick it. Continuing tonight on two C's in a pod. 96.7 on your Two season a pod, 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 two season a pod
Cam LeClaire. The, my name is Cam Osborne. The big, the big one, two, six. Big one, two, six. Cam, uh, late in the show for a kick it. You've usually been, uh, you're usually pretty good at kicking it earlier on. Yeah, which is, um, we're in a conversation. I like we're, to wait, you know, for you to take the lead on that sometimes. And just you basically happen. wait for me to say something dumb. And yeah, then I pretty it. much wait until it's like, hey, I'm not talking he's, about. Uh, he, he's burning out on this, this is now car the, topic This is again. now the second show in a row where we've talked about some random cop fact that uh, <laughs> an unsolicited cop fact. And I'm like, great. Okay. I thought you were really going to cut it off. How does that affect me? When I'm talking about an N line six, I thought that was definitely your cutoff point. But you're like, nope, let's keep rolling. No, here, I'm Cam. glad you found that one naturally, anyways. Um, this is Two Students Pod. It's a great podcast. It's hosted by us, Cam. Yeah. And Cam, I'm the LeClaire one. Yeah. I'm the Osborne. The more handsome. What a great show. What a great show we have coming lined up. Um, yeah. We, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we found the Smugglers Blues episode. Pretty good condition. Of my I, I advice, yeah. I found, you know, because like we had said, um, it was, I, I, I couldn't remember what we said. The, the the version of the episode that was in syndication was apparently just super poor quality. And uh, I didn't think it was poor quality, though. At least this, 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 this copy of it was not. But I can certainly understand the version that would have been, you know, I think this, we were looking at a Blu-ray the, the fucking oh, season one why. on Blu-ray version, right? But the version that I was going to say it's almost the best quality I've seen of the show. The the one that would have been given out to all the stations and the networks and stuff that could have been certainly one that was in subpar quality. Right, because back then they were literally putting it on a tape that they spliced with tape. Tape with tape. I mean, how do you stick together, right? Tape. Clear masking tape. Tape. Right. Duct Can't tape. Can't say I know much about that, but I've seen. Uh, I feel like you saw one. You saw one documentary. <laughs> no, I wouldn't watch. You a documentary saw four on that. and a half minutes of a clip one time on YouTube, and now you're like, "That's how they do it." Yeah, exactly. That's how you learn most things. Is wait for a four minute YouTube on like ever wonder how tires are made? And you're like, no, but okay, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? It's interesting. Yeah, no, I mean you've learned a lot in four minutes chunks. Yeah. One of my favorites is the um I think it's GQ who does it, like why so expensive? Okay. Um and it just goes over like why are like why is tuna so expensive? And not like typical grocery, like why is bluefin tuna going for two hundred million dollars? Right. And it just talks about the whole like this is the whole explanation of why it's so hard to catch them, why we've killed 98% of them, and why Japanese people think that it's traditional and brings them good luck or some bullshit. That last part I'm not sure about, but... <laughs> <laughs> so I say, what are they doing? Just killing tuna and throwing them in the trash? Like, as long no, as they're eating it, I think we're good, right? Uh, I, I would say we should probably lay off them. I mean, you kind of want to keep a species alive. Like I'm gonna, I'm, I don't think I'm gonna eat trout from my lake anymore, just because I know that the population's dwindling. So, just rip their lips and throw them back. Oh well, certainly if you're if you're if you're fishing in your home lake, catch and release all the time. Uh, except for pike, if you, if you catch a pike, rip its head off. Why is that? They're, they're predators and they're invasive to the lake. How many times have you caught a pike on your lake? Twice, three times. So you've been fishing hundreds, if not thousands, of times. You've caught two, and Three. therefore they're invasive. Oh, no, I'm aware they're invasive from, like... If they're um, invasive, wouldn't you have caught dozens at this point? If you're fishing for them, I don't fish for them. Mm. Like, it's not... 
a po- uh, contrary to popular belief, it's not just I throw a worm and be like, hope something bites. That's exactly right? you, how fishing works, Cam. No, you have to go to the right spot. So I, when you're fishing for trout, you're like Jesus. 40 feet deep. When you're fishing for pike, it's like six feet deep. See the difference? No. No? No. All right, Cam, I'll give you a, a different example here. When I'm trying to hunt birds, I look in the sky. And when I'm trying to hunt worms, I'm looking in the ground. But Nothing. Bir- birds aren't worms. <laughs> Pike aren't trout. But they're fish. Sure, they're both animals. They're both fish. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. You don't understand fishing. But anyway, so yeah, if you catch a pike in Mesquabi Lake, rip its head off uh, and eat it. But they're not great eating. Eat either. the head? Uh, no, but the you, you said rip the head, head off and eat it. Eat the rest of it. Rip oh. the head off and eat the rest of it. Yeah. Would recommend. Wow, this is great, Cam. Fishing and cars on one show. Oh, I got more. Jesus Christ. So let me guess. Now we're going to talk about elk and hunting. Um, no. Cam, you've shaved your head frantically in the middle of this episode, popped up on steroids, tattoos when, oh. all up and down both arms. When, did we meet at the store? I think it was at the store. Now, I th- it was. I saw, I saw one of your sets, and you were just so... You were killing. You were killing. And it was jokes that no one had heard before. But Ahead there, of its time. But there was this real relatability to it. Yeah. Like, it, it's almost like you're. I was memorizing the crowd, like mesmerizing the crowd. Like, you're, you're in a, it's a flow state. Now, I, I've re- recently read this book by Paul... Paul, um, I believe it was Schaefer. That was yeah, Schaefer. Big Schaefer fans. Big Schaefer fans. Big Schaefer fans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The mesmerization of the um, uh, human mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, a graphic novel. <laughs> a graphic novel textbook. Yes, yes. It uh, helps the attention span. Yeah, for... one of the very first. Yeah, they should make more of those. Um, anyway, off my soapbox here. I got other news for you. Headed to Ohio tomorrow. Driving my ass down there. That sounds terrible. Oh, I'm going to a Browns game. Gonna get, go tailgating. Gonna go. That's just part of the work trip. But I'm fucking stoked, man. What are you talking about? Oh, I know. I thought I thought Ohio was like a. I drove through Ohio once. It took us like eight hours to get there, and uh, there was a lot of Jesus stuff everywhere. Is there a lot of Jesus stuff there? Very much so. Is it a big Republican place? They Probably. love Jesus. They love what? Trump. Should I get a bumper sticker for the rental car that says "Jesus, Guns, and God"? And also, like out of uh, like, and I can tell, uh, Cam, I can tell that you are not a football fan because you're excited to see the Cleveland Browns. I'm excited to go to a football game and tailgate. Yeah, I don't care but, who's playing. But I think out of all the in the in the out of like you clearly have not read the sports news in the last like year and a half. Oh, is there a quarterback someone who did something a little bit not so good? Uh, a lot. He did. He did a lot of something <laughs> that was not good. So pretty <laughs> remind much, me, it's something okay, Watkins, so, right? Um, yeah, Deshaun I- Deshaun Watson. 
Yeah, he was a quarterback Watson. for the Houston Texans. Okay, so cool. for a different team, he was he was pretty good. He, Bad. he had, we don't like them, right? Uh, Bad. Ooh, boo. I, I have no problem with Texans. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, so Who don't we and, like? and he was he's a, he he was a pretty good quarterback for like a few years right. there. Had some very good see? seasons. I like what you're telling me here. So I'm going to see a good quarterback. Um, was in Texas, moved then, to a Northern Town. Good for the hands. And then over the past kind of like year and a half, or over like the past little period of time, he got uh, better. Twenty six. Um, physiotherapists and massage therapists came out to say that Deshaun Watson sexually harassed them during uh, physiotherapy and massage appointments. Damn, you must be burning twenty six. If that's the case, yeah, not two. I go to the same one. You would well, like clearly him. you go yeah. to one. They freak out when you try to move your hand on their cock. Move their hand on your cock. Then you have to go to another one, and then you put their hand on your cock, and then that one freaks out. Then you got to go to another one. Yeah. So this is happening, right? The league not is not good. We the, don't like that. The, boo. Boo, boo, boo. The, yeah. the league is like, yo, we think we're going to suspend you like forever. This is fucked. Yeah. yeah. Then Cleveland, the Cleveland Browns come in and they say, you know what our, uh, we know what our, they already had, they have, they had their franchise quarterback, a man named Baker Mayfield, uh, an okay quarterback, but a nice right. guy that everybody liked. Yeah. We like him. Yay. Yeah. I think. So then yeah. Cleveland was like, uh, you know what our, you know what our franchise needs? A corner, like, you know, a corner. We need a, our, our cornerstone quarterback, yeah. right? Ooh. We need a guy to build our franchise off of. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to trade for Deshaun Watson and Not give good. him a, gar- a fully guaranteed $250 million contract. Now, Cam, no football contracts are fully guaranteed. Not a single one is fully guaranteed. Injuries happen too often. Sign a guy for, let's say, five years, 100 million, 60 of it is guaranteed. That way, if they do get hurt, they can let you go. They don't owe you that other 40. It's pretty much how things work. We've all come to understand it. So Cleveland Brown not only gave a man a fully guaranteed contract for a quarter of a billion dollars. You must but, be really good but then, But the right? man that they did it to was also in the midst of a federal investigation for sexually harassing 26 women. So it was because the legal fees were expensive and that, you know, they support the truth? Like, what do we... So then Baker Mayfield, their current quarterback, says to pretty much, like, the entire league, like, are you fucked? You're choosing this man who is Not currently good. in investigation for sexually harassing 26 women over me... Yeah, we don't like that. Are you guys fucked? So pretty much what happened is uh, that happened. Baker Mayfield gets traded. The league ends up suspending him for like eight games, I think. So for half Which, the season. Who? Which guy? Um, Mayfield or Deshaun Watson? Uh, so you're so gonna he- you're gonna go to a Cleveland Browns game and not see the guy who they've paying a quarter of a billion dollars to. Good, because he doesn't sound like a good guy. I don't but, want any part of him. Without him, they have to go to their second string quarterback. Mm, I don't like that. Who is definitely not going to, who definitely sucks because they put all their money into this one guy who they really wanted. See what I'm saying? What I hear is that they have a very good quarterback they can't play right now, but on the other side of it, he's not so good of a guy off the field. And he was like. His last good season, like three years ago, like he's kind of still un- currently unproved because he sat out all last season because of this, uh, because of this uh, sexual harassment thing or these allegations of. Yeah. So that means so that seventeen games plus the eight he's going to miss this year. So he's going to miss twenty five straight games. Damn. And then th- they expect him years? to come back and be just as good as he once was. 
Right. Uh, so yeah, so Cleveland is just like bad. I'd say skip the game, go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Fuck the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's the last thing I want to do. If I'm going to go to Cleveland, I'm going to go see the, um, uh, what's that Christmas movie? The Christmas movie house. Wait, no, a Christmas story house. Over the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, is that, uh, is that, does the movie Christmas Story take place in Cleveland? Yeah, my, I almost got the Airbnb across the road from it. But then? I, and then I'm like four doors down or something like that. Oh, uh, okay. That's too bad. Yeah. Well, anyways, no, yeah. I'm sure you and uh, you're, you're going to enjoy, I guess, your time there, uh, filled with just like rednecks and Jesus loving and guns. Guns. Yeah, go to a Denny's. I'm sure Denny's will make you feel at home. Will it? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm trying to think of some gifts because I want to bring my uh, business partners down there. Uh, good Canadian gifts and like maple syrup, so overdone, right? So I'm like, I can do a little bit better than that. So hear me out. Tell me what your thoughts are on this. Okay. Six pack of local craft beer from around here. Like I'm just going to go to a brewery around here because you can't get it there. A uh, two six of maple whiskey. Like that's from a local place, Collingwood, Collingwood Whiskey. Um, an Oktoberfest glass because like from Kitchener kind of thing. And then maybe a bottle of maple syrup too. Good, bad, ugly. Uh, I like the Oktoberfest glass. Yeah, everything else is kind of standard. I like the maple syrup. I guess the whiskey's fine. I don't like the craft beer, mainly because, like, these are like rednecks we're talking about. These are like like staunchly conservative rednecks who drink good point. Bush Light, Bud Light. If anything, I'd say give them a Bush Light, but a Canadian Bush Light, so it's like 4% instead of 3%, and they'd be like, wow, this is amazing. Okay, how about um, local coffee? Yeah, good, co- bad, coffee's good for anyone. I think anyone who yeah. likes coffee. All right, so no craft beers then. Good, because that's probably the most expensive part. Exactly. Well, craft beer, it's a hipster thing, right? So if you're not like, for, like we um we have uh, one of our neighbors above us works for a local brewery whose name I cannot remember. Seventh Inning Brewery? Sure. Oh, yeah, the baseball one? Yeah. And oh, uh, yeah. they got a bunch. They yeah. got a bunch of extra products, and just kind of dropped us off. Very neighbor, like, hey, like you know, we got a bunch of extra stuff at work. Here, you guys, you guys drink beer, and we're like, eh, not really. Um, and but we got them. They're sitting in our fridge. They're all you know those like six and a half, seven percent type of thing. Some of the bottles that are like this big. Yeah, like you gotta make sure you drink head. those at a certain time though, because they'll go bad. Because yeah, exactly. Like I don't want beer that can go bad. Right. Unlike Bush Light, which is never good. It was never good in the first place. Yeah. So surely it can't get bad. Yeah. Um, so if you have any other tips on like things to get, I'm more, uh, ears are open. I'd like to make it somewhat personalized, but I don't know these guys well enough. So trying to uh, just be a little creative with yeah. it. Let us know. Yeah, let us know what Cam should bring to his business partners. Um, uh, we're talking two season a pod at gmail.com. Speaking of which, Cam, I think it is time that we open up the inbox because we got an email. Here, two C's in a pod at gmail.com. Stop plugging your email all the time. Nobody is going to write you. Oh, boy. Uh, we got an email here from Gary Lee. Okay. Listener of the show. Thanks for listening. And he reached out to us. Uh, Do you want to be rich and famous? Oh, no. It's another one of these guys. 
Join. Is it Gary V or Gary Lee? <laughs> <laughs> That's suspicious now that you say it. Do yeah. you want to be rich and famous? Join the join the great Illuminati order of riches. Power, okay. fame, now, and achieve all your dreams? There's a question mark there. This is Gary V. If you are interested, uh, you are to get back with this email. GreatIlluminati107 at gmail.com. Thanks, Gary Lee. I'm most surprised <laughs> that I thought the Illuminati would have had their own handle. Like, it would have been like Gary at the Illuminati.com. Yeah. Like, I'm most surprised about that. that Illuminati.gov. That they're still using Gmail accounts. Yeah. Do you think the Illuminati has a .gov or do you think they just .ca it? Biz. Biz, yeah. Dot, biz or biz. like .vu, or, Venezuela or something org. like that. I think they're an organization. Yeah. So maybe .org. Well, how, do you get, how do you get the org one? I don't know how you get uh, any of them, to be honest. Well, I think government, you have to be a, a gov. Um, I don't. I think CA, I feel like Canadian. that's an old wives' tale. I feel like that's an old wives' you tale. You think I can get? You think we can get two season of pod Um, I, I feel like we might be pushing a limit there. <laughs> that <we're> <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I was in a. I was in, in a. I was in a meeting at work a couple weeks ago where we were having the conversation of, um. Yeah, all the dots or whatever, because like somebody, somebody else owns BigDigital.com that like a couple years ago, they reached out to this person and offered him like 10 grand for the, uh, for the domain. And he said, no, um, because, you know, we do a lot of business in the States. And if you're from the States, you don't think to put .ca. You, right. You're like, what the hell is that? Everything should be .com. So sometimes, so we're like, we, we want that handle so that handle can redirect to our actual website. Same thing with emails. Like people who like info dot com, we're like, no, we want that to redirect to our .ca. So I think it's a matter of like, we also own a couple other of the like .info, right. .biz. Like we do Spelling own- Spelling mistakes. Yeah, we do own a couple other. Yes, exactly. Just a little spelling. What's the, what's the company again? Big Info Digital. Big Digital. So you have like Dig Digital, Dig Dig, dig Digital. <laughs> yeah, a few of those. They all redirect. Yeah, just the exactly. most common mistakes. Yeah, it, it 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 was it was some kind of crap like that, and I didn't pay it. To, I don't really remember too much about the meeting, but that was definitely a topic of conversation. It's, yeah, it's a good one. Oh, that's a fun meeting. Oh, they all are. Nah, most of them aren't. You said you like meetings. Uh, yes and no, depending on the subject of the meeting. Dude, we have to do one weekly that is just like... You do one weekly? Oh, I do way more than one weekly. I do, but this one, one, I do one daily. I do one a day that is once a week. So I have um, morning meetings. The, ni the 9.30 meeting is an everyday meeting. The, the standing ugh, the standing meeting. Kill me. I we took call those off the, my calendar. The stand-up? <laughs> Fuck that. Um, anyway, we have one at 3.30 till 4 on Fridays. That caps off the week. Oh, like a on, capper. A capper. Wow. Just, and it's just one person presenting like, uh, our department's been working on something. And then they just drone on for 20 minutes. They're like, is there any questions? Someone's like, yeah, I noticed you used the transition slide. Is there a reason for that? And they're like, I like the star. That's yeah, it. I think it was it. It was last Tuesday. I had one... Two, three, four hours of meetings last Tuesday. You don't want to compare schedules, brother. I'm I know, I'm not comparing schedules. I'm just saying I I also sit I also am in a lot of meetings. 
take a look. Take a look at this. And we're tell not. Me. We're not. I, you. I just said I'm not comparing, and then you. You're gonna. You want to compare. You want to compare. And then you immediately. You want to compare. You want to compare. First of all, driving home from Ohio isn't a meeting. That's hell yeah, it is. That's what you're doing that day. <laughs> this is a regular week. Yeah. Yeah, mine looks like that too. Nope. Nope. I'm me and Gary V. We're just we're meeting. We're meeting people. You're no, you're not. We're meeting. We're doing a lot of meetings. Yeah, meeting me, greets. Meeting your butts together. Yeah. Look at you. Burn. Burn. Um, uh, okay, let's kick off to a episode of Smuggler's Blues that we missed off. And that is Slice of Ice, so you can kick the intro. Walking on the beach and it's really hot. I think I'm gonna go get a pina colada. Miami Vice is a slice of ice. My Miami Vice is a slice of ice. Wearing cool clothes and smoking cigars. Say hello to my little friend. Miami Vice is a slice of ice. My Miami Vice is a slice of ice. That's right, Slice of Ice. Uh, every single week, we recap the adventures of uh, Sonny Crockett and Ricardo Tubbs. Cam, it feels like uh, just yesterday, you insisted on calling Crockett Sonny. And there was like three episodes there where you only called him Sonny. And, and I told you, I'm like, we should just go straight to Crockett. And you were like, nope, they said Sonny, so I'm saying Sonny. And now it feels like everyone calls him Crockett. Yeah, Sonny, that, Sonny was like... I don't know. They should. It's confusing. It's not. <laughs> it's very well. I, it's confusing that very people confused. have two names. Like, who do you think? This yeah, is? Gandhi. Yeah, people. Well, no, you have. Th technically, he has four names: a, f a real first name, a real last name, then a fake first name and a fake last name, and then sometimes he has alter egos again that aren't Sunny. Oh, you're saying Don Johnson in various other movies and television shows are his alternate names? No, because. All right, just let's go. <laughs> I'm trying to understand Cam, but here's so here's the deal. We have five minutes to recap the episode. We finally found it. It's called Smuggler's Blues. I'm kicking this one off today, um, uh, because yeah, this is a couple episodes back in the in the chronological order of exactly where we were. But that's okay. We'll be coming up. But we Th do. It really doesn't matter. No, well, I mean, I think it matters for this kind of sense right now, Cam, just because we only have like three more episodes of the show left. Right. This was episode like 16 or 17 or something. We've gone a little bit past that. So we will be uh, inching up on our next show. Can you believe that we've already done three of these? I know. Between, of course, Knight Rider, because we had the Nightcap. We had uh, MacGyver and Fiverr. Of course, Slice of Vice. Honestly, I think the most important part of picking the show is picking the name of the segment. Right. I think that might honestly be slightly more important than the uh, than the show itself. But either way, we have five minutes to do it. I'm kicking this one off. Cam, are you ready? And I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Five, four, three, two, and we open up on the nah on the street at night. A couple guys are arguing in Spanish. The Vice Boys are tailing some guy, and a deal is about to go down. Right then, one of the men uh, was holding a fishing pole leans over the bridge when a speedboat comes up underneath it. He drops a bucket of chum into the boat while a man in scuba gear takes the boat, takes the package, and drives off. The boys are confused about the transaction, but follows the fishermen um, in uh, in their car. So we drive up to a yacht where the boys see that a woman's being tied up um, inside of the boat. But right then, boom, the whole thing blows up. 
Later, uh, the boys meet up with Castillo at an abandoned building to meet up with a DEA agent. He asks them if they want to take on the case to try to catch who these smugglers are. They follow a history of all these drug smugglers, and apparently they all have records, and they're all being killed. They believe that somebody within law enforcement is working with the dealers to take out these smugglers. The DEA wants the, uh, the, uh, the vice boys to pretend to be smugglers while putting the word around the police services. If the co cops catch them, they will catch the leak, but if all else fails, they are on their own. The boys take the case, hand in their bags, and we are off. So we go to this weird drug den hair salon where Tubbs finds a former informant. The guy knows a man, uh, a pilot named Jimmy Cole, and he wants to take us to Columbia to jumpstart the operation. We go to an old hangar, and we see Glenn Fry of the Eagles on top of a plane wing, ripping it out on guitar. The pilot, Jimmy, is going to charge us $25,000 for the trip, and they agree. This smuggler lives life on the edge, but he's damn good at his job. We load up the plane, take one last look at America, and we're off. So now we're in Columbia, and you can tell by the pan flute music, things are about to go down. We get to the location of the deal, Jimmy keeps an eye on them. We meet the dealer posing as a cousin of another smuggler. The, the head of this drug organization is skeptical of us because he doesn't know us. Um, he doesn't want to make the sale right now, but hopefully we'll hear from him soon. Some woman comes up to us in the middle of the street, complaining and distracting us as Crockett notices a man with a gun. And after a little rundown, these men end up at our, at our gunpoint. And that is until the cops show up, take in all the action. Tubbs ends up with his back against the wall, and the cops catch him. Back at the hideout, Crockett freaks out um, for running away from Tubbs. Jimmy feels bad, but he does have some wisdom about this business, which is why he only flies the plane. Now we're in jail, where Tubbs is getting slapped around. Uh, the lieutenant reads a made-up rap sheet and actually lets Tubbs go. We come back to the hideout. We have a little while until our meeting was set up for us. Cam, over to you. All right. Uh... Sorry, you went a little bit over there. Um, all right, the two vice cops find Grossero at a deserted club where they're going to have their meeting. Almost immediately, Tubbs pulls a hidden gun out, pointing, or, jeez, I can't even read today, uh, pointing that he does not like the way he's been treated. But after some tense words, and the two sides come to an agreement. The exchange is made in the cemetery. Grossero arrives in one car containing drugs. Tubbs is arriving in another containing the money. After the two men check what they are getting, they exchange keys and drive away. Things continue to go smoothly until Crockett and Tubbs arrive at the airship where Jimmy is waiting when suddenly a large group of Grossera's men trying to rip them off storm the strip. Crockett prevents the gunmen from blocking the runway and ramming their cars together before jumping on Jimmy's plane, which takes us in a hail of gunfire. They fight back America, uh, boom, 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 landing, fake engines. Cam's gone, so I'm just going to keep plowing through this. Uh, landing Crockett, they drop drugs, get back to the car, uh, $50,000, $500,000. Vice cops save Jimmy, yada yada, Crockett bomb squad, Tubbs goes, uh, drop point. And in the end, everyone is good. And we're all happy. And Tubbs goes to the drop point, waits for the words that Trudy is out. However, the contractor has a cigarette blow, blah, blah, blah. Seeing the plumber is from the contractor, Tubbs fears the worst, but he receives word from Crockett that everyone got out of the trail before it blew. The dead kidnapper is pulled from the water and revealed to Lieutenant Jones from the homicide as he looks in the water, expresses his belief that the fellow cops are concerned about like this, but a reminder, Tubbs, what temptation could do to a person? End of episode. You have so much time. <laughs> yeah. You were speeding through there at the end. You had so much time to go. Yeah, you, you you don't realize you can take that time. I said, I said matching all your words together and then Tubbs. Remember, this is for the fans. I don't think it is for the fans. This is 100% for the fans who are keeping up with um, the adventures of Croc and Tubbs just like we are. You know, they need a, a moderate, you know, kind of moderately read 
Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll let you know if any bad happens to Crockett and Tubbs. No. <laughs> Everything else, they're good. <laughs> they're good. I mean, they're hanging I, on. I mean, I guess, yeah. But uh, yeah, you, you need to slow that one down. You, you had so much time to kill. Hmm. Sorry, I'll turn that off. Yeah. It you, should be crazy. You should have turned it off. You're right, I should have. Taking Gary, Gary VQ's pen on me says once I have a meeting. A sit down, as they say. Cam, nobody knows the who these people you're talking about cars, finance bros, and fish. Like this is not this was was this the show that we wanted it to be? That we set I, out? I seriously yes. It's all I really dreamed about. I have on my whiteboard here cars, fish, and Gary V written down. So I've kind of ticked three. It's just weird. Um, you have the you have the you, you have the most you have the broiest vision board I've ever seen. Yeah, I do like the term vision board. That good good term for it's that. It's a whiteboard. Term. Great term. It's all about vision. Conceive, believe, finish with me. Achieve. No. Conceive, believe, a. Read. See, believe. Shit. Oh, all right, all right. Let's keep plowing ahead here, Cam. Um, I saw there was a new movie on Peacock that just got released. I saw an ad for it, and I was very confused for it. It's called They Slash Them. Is the okay. movie title? And this is—is is it a sequel to the film Us by Jordan Peele? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an inclusive version of it. I looked up. Oh, that's great. Uh, it's it's actually a slasher film. It's these okay. people go to a, I think it's like um, a pray the gay away camp or something like that. And they're all Classic. LGBTQ. Um, and then plus. Uh, plus, plus whatever else you want. Um, and they just get slashed up. I think I looked at the reviews on, I tried to watch this trailer. It didn't really land with me too much. Um, and it didn't land with Rotten Tomatoes either with a 33% rating, but uh, really trying to target that woke crowd with a, they slash them movie i thought was funny yeah there's a couple there's there's all there was another movie i saw a trailer for that is very much like very much of the time and sometimes i i feel like i don't often like a movie that's too like set in its own time period um there was a movie and it was called karen and it was about this like crazy white woman karen yeah it ended up being kind of like a psychological drama or whatever but i'm like it's too you know, Someone like knows. you couldn't have watched this ten, like in ten years ago, or possibly like in ten years, the movie doesn't doesn't land or like doesn't make no. sense the way that it did. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. And what's Peacock doing? Coming out with movies now, anyway. Yeah, well, I think well, everyone's coming out with movies now. You have Peacock? I, I didn't think you could get that in Canada. No, I just saw an ad for oh, it. Oh, okay. I, cl- I clicked the uh, trailer because I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Right. Yeah. Yeah. One of those rage clicks. <laughs> Goddamn Biden! Well, yeah, well, because then you, well, because Cam, because you, you did watch the two and a half minute trailer, but then you spent the next four and a half hours watching, uh, reaction to reaction to the trailers. You know, the best thing I'm excited about Ohio is I could just be like, yeah, fuck Joe Biden, and everyone's gonna be like, yeah, you'll probably see a lot of flags. Yeah. I'll be like, we gotta make America great again. Am I right, fellas? Are you gonna? Am I right? Yeah, I'm sure you could buy a "Make America Great Again" hat down there. And uh, yeah, what what are those, uh, those lines? Be like, yeah, Kamala's a Kamala's a criminal. Put put Hillary in jail. Yeah, drop some of those. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I should just get as many bumper stickers as I can, and then return the rental car back to Canada with just Americana on it. I'm pretty sure that violates something to do with the agreement. 
Yeah, likely. But <laughs> help. Be fun. Have you ever scratched a rental car? I, I've I've only rented a car once, like on my uh, on my own. I'll take that as a no, then. Yeah. So no. We fucked up a car. Well, not fucked up. We left a big scratch in it when we went to Europe, mm-hmm. and we didn't realize it until we parked, and we we're like, "Was that giant scratch in the side of the car there when we left?" And we we're like, "Unlikely." I think we all would have noticed it, and I think it was just a very narrow bridge that we went on that somehow something clipped it, and they I don't think they charged us that much for it. Surprisingly. Well, yeah, a little touch up or something. It's probably just yeah, like that little paint. You just kind of paint over yeah. it. Yeah, hopefully. Well, I mean, damage is done. Hopefully, I don't literally this car. Yeah, the yeah, literal damage is done. Yeah, I'm a very literal guy, Cam. Yeah, it's one thing right. I know about uh, you. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's get into our uh, next game of the evening, Cameron. The day, whatever you want to call it, and that is headliner ass tonight. Hey, 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 I actually have been reading books. Wow. Thank you. I do know Someone's how to read. Someone's read a book. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure what salacious <laughs> means, but <laughs> define salacious for me, Cam. Um, how close you are. Uh, actually, let's start with this. Spell salacious. Oh God, I feel like that's an I feel like that's an SCI type of word. Oh, it could be anything. I'm gonna say it's like S A no salacious. I feel like the shias is what's gonna get me. Uh, S A L a C I S O U S. Did did you say what was your first three letters? S A L. Correct. Yeah. So S A L A C I O U S. Yeah. Okay. I said S O U S. Okay. Yeah. I was going. I think I would say salacious means like uh, any sort of, and I hate defining a word with another word, but like any sort of like devious behavior, um, anything that is you know like uh, you know secret secretive, but like harming people. Um, you know, doing so intentionally. I believe like salacious behavior has to be done intentionally. So, so it turns out that I was wrong in the definition of it, and uh, as are you. It's having conveying undue or inappropriate interest in sexual matters. Okay, there you go. So sex has to be involved. Yeah. Um. So the similar search terms that came up were titillating, arousing, suggestive, risque, coarse, vulgar, X-rated, triple X. Softcore or porno? Who would have thought? So to use that very improperly. Um, okay, good to know. Yeah, yeah. Well, good to know. I'm not, oh, well, I'm not, not sure I'm ever going to use that word, honestly. Well, you can still. Wait, oh, wait, wait. You can I still think we can totally use, this. use it. What? I think we got this. What's that quarterback's name? Deshaun Watson. He acted in a salacious manner. There you go. Wow. That's how you use words. That's how you use words, baby. I'm Cam LeClaire signing <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, well, okay. Here, I'm gonna kick this one off. I got something salacious here for you. Uh, okay, I'm headliner S9. Uh, airplane passenger airdrops nudes to iPhone users on the plane. That's see, we nailed it. That's the correct way of saying. It, I think. I think we're on the money there. Um, I think yeah. I think you're allowed to airdrop anything to anybody <laughs> as long as they have 
No, as long as they have it open. Like, I'm not, maybe not allowed, but, like, your iPhone will allow it. Yeah, Cam, it's because it's, yeah, the, the, um, the if your Bluetooth is turned on is the, <laughs> is the, well, look at what you're wearing of the tech world. Oh, I meant more so it's, you're able to do it, not, like, you're, you should be doing it kind of oh. thing. Yeah. I'm not saying, like, oh, if your Bluetooth is on, I'm able to send you anything I want, <laughs> and you can't get mad. It's like, but it was on. You're... Anyway, um, so it sent him some salacious uh, photos, um, or it was a salacious act, I should say. Yeah, this uh, this is pretty good. I mean, this is this is a pretty risque move. Um, don't really know w- w- what the kink is there. I imagine some kind of public shame that he likes, like, oh, look how gross I am. Oh, isn't this gross? And yeah, I hope he got kicked off the plane for it because, you know, I kept them and jerked off to them, but I don't think other people liked it. That's a headline. Cam, this one is a headline here for you. Uh, This is a story um, from a Southwest Airlines flight heading to Cabo San Lucas, uh, where before the flight even started, before the plane even took off of the ground, all the iPhone users on the plane received an airdrop notification sent to them of uh, male nude photos. So when you get the airdrop, do you see what it is or do you have to accept like... I'm not entirely sure if you see it. I feel like you wouldn't see it. It would just say like, there's an airdrop for you. Air- and airdrop you would, and from... And you accept or decline. Yeah. Uh, so a Big of, decline. So uh, passengers obviously freaked out after it happened and the inf- incident was brought to the pilot's attention for a couple of people who did actually click accept. Um, the pilot took over the intercom and told passengers that he's going to pull back to the gate and get security involved and all of your vacations will be ruined. Um, really? Yes. He pulled the I'm turning this trip he, around. He card. said I'm going to turn this car around. Yeah. And, and you guys don't stop going, sending each other naked pictures of each other. Disney World. <laughs> we're not going to Disney World and your mom and I don't love each other. <laughs> now, I never saw the photo, uh, but it was described as sure a nude. It, it was described as a nude. So just picture it. Um, background. It was described as a nude man from a low down dong angle. If oh, you that's can not a good it. angle. So kind of like it, it kind of like it's staring right at you, but from down there. Uh, the flight eventually did continue on to Cabo St. Lucas with no further incidents, and nobody knew uh, who the airdropper was. Uh, isn't there some kind of condemning evidence of who it is? I mean, I, I, they'd have to look at every penis in the... I think I think if we want justice to be brought, I think this needs to happen. Well, yeah, first separate the iPhone users from the Android users. Yeah. And then look at all those iPhone dongs. But that being said, though, like it could have been a nude somebody just found. Like it wasn't necessarily that person's penis. They, you could have just Google search dick pic and then sent that around to everybody. Uh, catfish. I, I see you've been watching Catfish. Reverse <laughs> image search. Find out who the culprit is. Right. Yeah. Well. No. I. Well. I, you, you. Cam. I've said this many times before the podcast. I haven't watched the uh, catfish since Max left. Yeah, but you watch it on YouTube. We all know that. We've been over this. Not since Max left. Yeah. Oh, I hate the new episodes. I hate. Yeah. Watching but you. No. You. I'm saying you watch. You. Did you just say you hate watch them? The new episodes. Yeah. You just. You just said you watch them. I've seen. I. I don't think I've, I've watched s- a full episode of the new catfish. Uh. Ever. I've just seen like the clips. Because Max right. is what made the show great. Yeah, I disagree. I don't, I don't think Max brought that much to the show. Really? Yeah, I think it's a big Neve show. Look what my pff, Neve. The one thing I don't like about the, like, especially in those early seasons, they wear these really weird T-shirts that just say like very obvious 
statements like, I don't believe you should be racist. Like, just on their shirt. Oh, yeah. Remember when graphic tees were in? Was approximately when the show yeah, started. Yes, yeah. But there are just so many, like, women, thumbs up. Like, shit like that. I'm like, okay. Cool women, th- the women thumbs yeah. up shirt. Yeah. Yeah, women, am I right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> they're cool. All right. Uh, headliner outside. Oklahoma inmate forced to listen to Baby Shark on a loop, found dead. Do you know the baby shark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be a great. Uh, that would be a great uh, punishment, I guess. Right? It's sort of. I I believe that would probably fall under the uh, cruel and unusual punishment kind of torture. Yeah. Um. Would not be salacious. Nope. No. Nope. Let's let's not use that too much, Cam. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because I I like I don't know how you know prison and all that kind of stuff works, but I'm pretty sure you can't just do that. I'll tell you what, it doesn't. Prison doesn't work. Anyway. Uh, so, but found himself dead. The two are going to be unrelated. Like, I, f- I would feel like if they fa- if he was found dead, there was no way that he could have killed himself in a prison, right? Because they remove all those sorts of, like, dangerous objects or whatever, unless, like, you hung yourself. Have you not watched any prison shows? Yeah, it's a show. It's called Fiction. No, like the inside locked up most dangerous prisons, like shit like that. You mean the you mean the the prisons that they like that are reality TV, famously one of the most rehearsed forms of television. Dude, you don't even know. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah, because you've read you've read the fucking cookbook on how to make lasa- pasta primavera in yeah. your fucking toilet bowl. That's right. You don't think that guy can kill himself? You in there. could make he a can gr- make a full pasta for every goddamn person in that cell block, but you're like, no chance he can kill himself. You could make an incredible lasagna in a prison yeah. cell in the hot yeah. box, of course. It would Easily. cook right there for you. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, I'm sure. I, I'm sure these sorts of things have happened, right? Where like in a prison, somebody will yeah just blast a particular song on loop until that person goes crazy. Uh, and I'm sure it would have effects, though. However, this does feel a little unbelievable. I'm going to say this one's ass nine. This one's a headline, but it's titled so clickbaity. He, yes, he did get tortured with this, but was found like four years later dead. So it's a little uh, bit of a yeah. yeah, it's kind of a bullshit headline. Yeah, I, there's I, no I, like, there's no direct causality. Yeah, one didn't cause the fucking other. Fucking Newsweek for you, man. It's yeah, it was more just kind of like you know, it'd be, yeah. yeah. It's, so here is John Brasco was found unresponsive in a cell the early hours of Sunday at the Oklahoma Detention Center. Four years ago, he had been in a court case because of this cruel and unusual punishment, and he's still in jail, but um, sorry, it was 2020 investigation that they uh, reportedly had been disciplining prisoners this way. So a little bit of a bait and switch there. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. yeah, that's kind of like saying like, I don't know. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. It's it's a yeah. I, I have another Newsweek one here, and I don't even know if because I, I at this point I, that really just kind of pissed me off. <laughs> but you're gonna keep going anyways, right, Cam? Yeah, I'll keep reading it. Okay. I'll keep paying my five dollars a month to them. I got one here for you, Cam. Headliner S nine. Teacher wears blackface in class to rap about Microsoft. Wow. Um, it's a lot of things wrong there. Uh, I don't know why you're rapping about Microsoft, the traditionally like very, I'll, I'll, I'll call it like, who owns it again? Bill Gates, the whitest man ever. 
uh, owning it, but somehow you need to create a rhyme for it. Like, uh, what are you trying to teach them? You know, control, alt, delete. I'm from the streets, right? Like, come on. Uh, <laughs> boom. Right click. Mm. Control V. Mm. Paste that shit. Command center. Uh, anyway, um, this one I feel like is a little bit not real. <laughs> I can see them making a rap, and then even people would be like, yo, this shit's so whack. And then she shows up the next day. She's like, you thought that was whack? I didn't get your attention? Check this out. Shows up in blackface for it. That's where I think this story's gone uh, off the rails, Cam. So I don't fully believe you on this one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call out, call your nonsense. Asinine. Cam, this one is a headline here for you. Uh, this is a story out of California where a teacher's been placed on administrative leave after showing up to his job wearing full blackface as a part of a lesson to teach his students about artificial intelligence. The video was recorded by a couple of students' class, which shows the, uh, the teacher, Scott Forster, um, high school teacher, rapping and imitating a new Microsoft commercial that's out there where uh, which features rapper Common talking about artificial intelligence. So Mr. Forrester wanted to do his best common impression, uh, went full blackface, like darker than common's real faces, not excluding, you know, just saying like, if you're gonna do blackface, at least be consistent with it. Um, and uh, decided to rap about his students about the capabilities of artificial intelligence. The district of the school are now uh, pretty much playing like cleanup, reaching out to all his parents in this class, obviously condemning his actions. Um, he's on administrative leave, but the uh, the school board believes that um, uh, soon he will no longer be, uh, th they will strip him of his uh, his teaching credentials. That's a weird one. I don't really know why you need to double down on something where you can just show a video. I mean, back in my day, they just showed videos in class. I guess acting, you know, gives you a little more credit. Well, well, no, that's the thing. This guy tried to find so many blackface videos on YouTube. Couldn't find a single one. Yeah. I, I was watching a show. Uh, it was a show on Netflix, like a sketch comedy show. And I like they skipped over episode three. It went like episode one, two, four. And I was looking online, and Netflix removed the entire show, the entire episode, because there was one skit with blackface. They didn't just cut out that skit. And actually, the skit was very, very, very funny, which is the kind of the worst part, you know? Yeah, what a shame. Yeah, it was. All right, headliner asked when I came. Shaquille O'Neal explains why he thinks the earth is flat. Uh, it's a theory. Is Shaq a flat earther also? Well, I guess we're here to decide that. What is with these rich people who are flat earthers? Like, I could understand somebody who, let's say, Wait, is of... Pa pa pause on that. Rich, uneducated people. No, no. I don't, typically, I, typically, typically athletes. I don't even want to say uneducated. Here's why. These people who have so much money that they could actually spend money to, to see for themselves. For example, yeah. if you are of modest means, let's say, maybe you can't afford to fly somewhere or to do something that would then prove to you that the world isn't flat round. Shaquille O'Neal has so much money, he could fly around the world. He could literally fly around the world. And prove to himself I didn't, or boat around the world, and prove to himself I did not fall off. I landed back where I came. He may be skeptical about whether or not the pilot has alternative means or, you know, whatever, uh, uh, his own thing. 
but it's it's weird to me like because if you're poor if and and you believe the earth is flat i get it you probably haven't been outside of your little district maybe not too far away but if you're wealthy and you don't use those means to actually figure out if the earth is flat and you just wildly speculate i mean come on what are you doing with your money Shaquille, isn't shaquille o'neal like almost a billionaire uh, close to it, I imagine, yeah. He has to be at this point. Uh, I never knew Shaq was a flat earther, but uh, I would be intrigued to hear if it actually is a story, so I'm going to say that's a headline. This is a headline, and uh, I thought it was somewhat of a joke, but it seems like he's kind of doubling down on it. He clarified his statements after uh, being on the Jackie and sorry, the Kyle and Jackie O show uh, about former comments on the conspiracy theory, if it was a joke or not. He says, it's a theory. It's just a theory. They teach us a lot of things. It's just a theory. When pressed on it, he said, I'll give you an example. All right. This is where it gets deep. You mentioned he could fly around the world and see is clearly around. Uh, he says, I flew 20 hours today. Not once did I go this way. Nodding. He didn't tip over or go upside down. And he's unsure whether the planet is spinning. They, you say the world is spinning. I lived on a lake for 30 years and I've never seen the lake move left or right. Um, he says it's a straight line to go between Australia and the USA. There's, it's just, yeah, it's pretty dumb. It's, he keeps saying things. They don't really make sense. He says he drives from Florida, California all the time and it's flat to him. So him and Kyrie Irving on the same page, man, I hate, and I don't know where this happened. Honestly, you know what the worst thing that's come out of COVID was for me? Like the worst thing that happened was the was the now everybody anybody is now on like there were too many video podcasts that were created where people who just like just talk which is my least favorite genre of podcast in the first place game at least we do stuff we do stuff. We we have our we have our headliner ass nine. We do our slice right. of vice. Sometimes we like to play March Madness. We have Urban Dictionary Balderdash. We have games that we play that challenge each other and bring fun and excitement. Instead of just somebody with no education talking wildly, but it has the little subtitles on your fucking TikTok, so now you can see it nicely. Uh, that's the worst. But the like that that genre of podcast just fucking sprouted up. And they all mean nothing. So you're saying there's too many podcasts out there that are just droning on. Too many podcasts, yeah. Which is the, uh, what do I say? Anytime, um, I was in a, I was driving up a couple weeks ago, um, just going camping with like a couple friends, you know, and everybody driving up and just talking about podcasts. And Buddy's like, um, oh, like what pod? You know, because I was at the Tom Segura show on Friday. I'm seeing Burt Kreischer in a month and a bit. Uh, and I'm telling this buddy, he's like, oh, yeah, you must love stand-up comedy. Like, what podcast do you listen to? And my new answer is, so I'll say, you know, you know those podcasts where it's two stand-up comedians sit and talk? You know those podcasts, right, Cam? Yeah. I don't listen to a single one of those. It immediately okay. is just like, oh, okay, so you don't like all of those. And they'll, as somebody will tell me, oh, the fucking Andrew Schultz is so fucking Tiger Bell. Dude, you don't listen to b b Best Friends? You don't listen to fucking Tiger Belt? No, dude, you have to listen to Two Bears, One Cup. Like, I don't. I don't. I find so, such incredibly little enjoyment out of listening to two stand-up comedians just talk. Yeah, I've, I've, I've heard that several times now from people that it's one of the worst things that's happened to comedy is just everyone has their own 
podcast now. And see, I, I mean, we're we're talking shit. You're right. We do do things a little bit differently, but let's not exclude ourselves. The first 30 minutes of the show is us dragging I on about would V6 love engines. To play more I don't games. know why you're so upset. I would love to play more games, Cam, but I know for a fact you're not prepared. That's correct. <laughs> See? I would love to be playing more fucking Balderdashes, more uh, Free Uncle. Free Uncle Gigi is one of my I favorite think, okay. games. I'd be, uh, I, I don't like Free Uncle Gigi that much. It was it's so fun. I like finding this stuff because I think it's fun. I don't like the pitch. Oh, you hate you hate the fun part. <laughs> That's the fun part. I like the finds. All right, let's keep plowing ahead. Is it uh, is it my turn now? Yeah. Okay, great. We just went over the shack thing. Yeah, yeah, so. sorry. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Uh, here we go, Cam. Headliner S9. Uh, fake news being delivered to Chicago homes in forms of newspaper. Fake news being delivered. Huh, interesting. So this is actually reminds me of I think one of the greatest media stunts I've ever heard today. Uh, this happened years ago, but I heard about this fighter who wanted to get a fight on a card that he wasn't a part of. Hired a graphic designer to make a post that looked like a UFC post and blasted that out to the world, or got someone to blast it out to the world. Media picked up on it, and immediately the UFC calls him's like, "What the fuck is this?" He's like, "Well." It's been announced, so either you can roll with it or not, and they gave him the fight. Wow. Yeah. Great job. Great move. Me, yeah, great. Chael, Chael son of man. Um, anyway, so yeah, this sounds like something someone would do, dropping off to a lot of people some news on, I don't know, probably some political garbage, I imagine. Uh, anything that gets a click these days has to be political, right? So it's probably something about if it's Chicago. I don't really know where they kind of stand on that spectrum but probably something bashing the other political party about blah 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 and probably throw a little conspiracy in there and you're good to go pretty expensive stunt but uh not the lot not the stupidest thing we've seen in the last three weeks for expensive stunts <laughs> that's a headline cam this is one is a headline here for you this is the story of the chicago city wire newspaper uh real data real news that's their um, that's their little tagline. By the way, you know something's real if they proclaim to be real. Yeah, it's like Just some guy going, truth, "Yeah, I'm yeah. straight. I'm straight." No straight man yeah. has ever told you they're straight. Anyways, no. this is the story uh, where the uh, governor of Illinois, uh, Governor Britzker, is speaking out about these um, newspapers which are being delivered unsolicited to people's residences. They're going to get their mail in the morning and finding a copy of this Chicago City Wire. The publication is designed to trick readers into thinking they are reading real vetted objective news sources featuring stories that the government says are just wildly misleading. Including a copy of the magazine from, or sorry, of the uh, newspaper from just one week ago, where they're still talking about <laughs> COVID. I don't get this. They're still talking about like lockdowns and cause students' scores to plummet. I was like, oh, I thought that was a, head I thought that was a headline from a year and a half ago. No, this is a headline from like right now. They're still talking about this, trying to get these, uh, you know, trying to take these newspapers with big quotes and political ads, disguising them to make them look as though they are legit. The state's attorney's uh, office has told the news that it hasn't received any complaints and it is not able to pursue legal data, uh, legal action yet however um it might uh do so soon headlines from the newspaper include lightfoot summer of joy one of murder and mayhem and the coming uh the coming end of cash bail in illinois what it means to you and your family 
things that kind of look kind of ish real, but uh, is 100% incredibly fabricated. Instead of engaging in a serious debate about policy, um, the newspaper has chosen to become this like disinformation watchdog spreading uh just you know these this kind of disinformation to confuse illinoisans which i didn't know was a word about the impact of the actual law uh no uh they reached out to the chicago city wire no one's heard back from them but do keep an eye out about these uh non large branded uh newspaper stories uh, kind of exactly what I thought. Just spreading some information about um, some political bullshit. Sad, sad. I know politics sad. sucks. Why does people oh, care it's about the it worst, so much? Man. Why do people it's the care worst. about politics so much? I will never get this. It's yeah. I'm I'm a Reddit browser and I'm just so frustrated with it now because if I go on it, the top fifteen posts are just. Um, political nonsense politics 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 yeah yeah it's just like and it's all it might not seem like so like i just popped on right now to look rep lauren bobart said humanity blow a bus so just some talk about some representative some story about a bird some story about a cat egyptian protesters and like this is not curated to me this is just the front page of it and then making memes about some political party just bullshit man so i i'm i'm i lose my temper with it anyway not not gonna lose today Hey, headliner asking I cam teenager arrested for stealing bus to see girlfriend yeah i wonder what kind of bus he stole um uh, uh you know school bus city bus whatever it might be but you know so i'm picturing this is like a high schooler because we've all been there you know uh you're 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 16 years old you're 16 years old and right before you go to bed, you know, you and your you and your girlfriend, you and your beau are texting, and then she gets all crazy about fucking something or other, and says, "If you don't come here right now, we're breaking up." And then what are you gonna do? You ask your parents for the keys. They say no. You're like, "Well, fuck. I guess I gotta go steal the bus." But I, 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 it can't be spur of the moment thing because I would picture like you would have to a like know where the buses are being kept. No, like, have the tools to presumably break in, the knowledge to hotwire a bus, unless this guy just, like, stole a bus from the bus driver directly. Uh, I would love to hear how this happened. I also hope it was, like, yeah, like a 16-year-old or something. Because, yeah, stealing a bus to go visit your girlfriend is the exact level of pettiness that I feel as though uh, belongs in high school. Maybe these kids are just watching too much Euphoria, and they think this is real life. I'm going to steal a bus in this... Or maybe it was meant to steal the bus in this large romantic gesture. Um, could be a thousand different reasons. Uh, I would love to hear it because I hope this kid kind of like figured it out. I wouldn't know how to break into a bus. I'm going to say this is a headline. This is a headline. And it turns out that this happened kind of... Innocent, uh, not really innocently. He showed up to the bus depot where there was typically buses running... But the bus driver at the time had gone out to get a lunch or something like that uh, to purchase food and watch the cricket match at another location. He sees there's no buses operating and figures, well, if you're not going to take me there, I'll take me there. Steals the bus, goes sees his girlfriend, and then ditches the bus, gets caught by the police. And uh, yeah, and, and just so you know, this was not in America. This was in... Whew. I'm going to say it's India. It, I'm assuming... You said, cr you said uh, cricket. That's what, yeah. So the the the, ta the town is you don't Piliado Piliadola, uh, Dala. I'm not sure. Okay. So yeah, 
And it's a area, sub suburban area of Madagascar. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, did you say how old the kid don't was? Don't steal buses. Uh, fifteen. Okay. Yeah. So great. Yeah, he's fifteen. He just wanted yeah. to get his rocks off. I, I've been there. Just wanted to get his dicks. Bleh. Yeah. He says, "Is anyone gonna take me on this bus?" No, they're not running today. Then I will be the hero that we don't deserve. I wonder if he picked anyone up. Yeah, I was about to say, because, yeah, if he took the bus, continued along the bus route, then, yeah, that's fantastic. But imagine you're waiting for the bus at a stop, and then you finally see it. You're like, oh, finally, here's the bus. And then it blows right past you with some 15-year-old kid driving. Fuck. Yeah, the worst. Yeah. All right, Cam. That's that's three, right? That was all uh, three headlines, so it's time to wrap up the show. Let's wrap up the show uh, the way that we always do with what's a little uh, plug it or shrug it. Plug it. Or shrug it, plug it, 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 or shrug it. All right, I'm going to shrug it this week, and I'm going to shrug it for anyone that's at a party. And I think I've brought this up before, just talking about fantasy anything, fantasy football, fantasy sports. Okay, so you've said, person- said two sports examples. Yeah, but no, but fantasy fa- no, fa- novels, like, fantasy no, 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 movies, just, no, fa- fa- like fantasy as in like sports, fantasy. Sports. So fantasy sports, <laughs> correct? Yeah, but I, I was saying like specific sports examples, like fantasy football, fantasy hockey, whatever. No one cares about your team. No one cares about how you're doing. No one cares about the matchup that you're in this week. No one cares about who's on your injured reserve list, and no one cares about that this person's on your team. Drop it. Leave it alone. Never want to hear about it. No one's interested. And and but but now you're saying this as somebody who doesn't do fantasy sports at all. Correct. So what you're saying is don't talk to you about your fantasy sports because what if two people are talking about their fantasy teams? If they're in the same league, fine. But I often find people just talk about it and they're like, but no one's in the same league as you. Like, oh, it's in a separate league. Okay, cool. I don't fucking care. Have you ever done fantasy sports? No, I don't have time for that bullshit. What do you? <laughs> you don't have time for like a minute a day to be like, "Yep, let's go." That's correct. Wow, don't even have a minute to spare. That's right. Okay, so let's wrap this up. I'm gonna plug. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Right, I'm gonna plug uh, the book I just read, "Cat's Cradle" by Kurt Vonnegut. One of the few Kurt Vonnegut books that I have not read before. Um, and it follows his, his, his normal kind of like very, very short chapters, first person written, uh, fantasy story where the main character is like kind of him, but then, uh, you know, like in the, this obscure world that is not reality. Um, check it out. It's called Cat's Cradle. It's a quick read. I finished it, uh, in probably, you know, I, fi- I finish it pretty quickly. So um, do it if you can. If not, then fuck off. Okay, I guess we're assuming everyone can read on this. Assume, assuming uh, everyone can read, by the way. Um, I'm sure if you can't read, I'm sure there's uh, some adult education classes available for you. And if you're so young that you can't read, uh, why are you listening to the show? <laughs> I guess. Isn't my only uh, question. Fair enough. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. Never forget, I'm Cam LeClaire, and that Ohio's national bird is the cardinal. Hmm. Take care, folks. Continuing tonight on Two Seas in a Pod. 96.7 on your... Two 
C's in a pod, two C's in a pod, two C's in a pod, two C's in a pod, two C's in a pod, two C's in a pod, two C's in a pod, two C's in a pod, two C's in a pod, two C's in a pod, two C's in a pod, two C's in a pod, two C's in a pod, two C's in a pod, two C's in a pod, two C's in a pod, two C's in a pod, two C's in a pod, two C's in a pod, two C's in a pod, two C's in a pod, two C's in a pod, two C's in a pod, two C's in a pod, two C's in a